Welcome to the Modern Bruja podcast, where we break down our cultural practices as modern brujas. Welcome, everyone, to Modern Bruja uh, with your two lovely and young co-hosts, uh, Jay and Sin. I'm Sin. Say hi, Jay. Hello. <laughs> Uh, y'all, we're going into Sagittarius season. Oh, snap. We do say, <laughs> say Sagittarius around here. No, Sagittarius season. Yeah. Happy New Moon in Sagittarius. And this is our lovely Jay's birthday month. Whoop, whoop. And for those of you that don't know, she just confirmed it for me. She's turning the big two four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that makes it what? I was nine when I had my son. Yeah. Stranger things right. have happened. I know, right? <laughs> I'll take it. I'm not gonna judge your life. Okay. <laughs> I'm not judging your life. Okay. <laughs> I'm just allowing you to tell your story. Thank you. Any way that you want. For holding okay. space. <laughs> Listen, we did agree that you were 24 a second yes. ago though. So we're gonna Thank hold you. on to that for the yeah. rest of this episode. And then you can be back to being whatever age you want to be after this. Okay. Um, do you have any do you have any plans for your birthday? I don't. I had ideas, but nothing. I want to do something. I just don't know what yet. So throw any ideas my way. I think you should have all the ideas I had for my birthday that I didn't do. I think you should execute at least one of those. What was there was that? like a hundred there was like a hundred ideas out there from yeah. like a from like a witch's brew, like Cute. tea party, to um, then I just wanted to have like a fiesta, like a Mexican themed fiesta. Cute. Uh, you could have a Dominican themed fiesta. Um, that cute. I also wanted to do like a Cleopatra party. It's actually um, oh, that's actually oh. look, she keeps coming up, look keeps coming you. up today. Yes, I did. I almost had a Cleopatra themed party, like an Egyptian. Correction, yeah. not Cleo themed party, but a Egyptian themed party. Okay. But somebody pointed out to me that my friends are weirdos and wouldn't dress up. Uh, and the Egyptian haters. Really? I had a friend who was obsessed with um, Cinderella. So one year for her birthday, and she was blonde. One year for her birthday, we all dressed up. And we were like late 20s early 30s we're dressed up as, up as the mouse the mouse different no all of us were different disney princesses i was uh princess jasmine i had like a blue dress um i think this would have been cuter if she was cinderella yeah no no this would have been cuter if you were if she was cinderella and you were all the little mouse going like, cinderella pumpkins. cinderella <laughs> I think I was I was pregnant at the time. I should have just been a pumpkin. <laughs> oh my god! You could have been the Gus Gus. You could have been Gus Gus. Yes, Gus Gus was the chubbier mouse. The chubbier mouse, just because you were pregnant. That should have been you missed. You missed your colleague. That would have been the bomb ass. Uh, Listen, that would have been the party for the ages. Yeah, you just listened to me. You could have been the mouses, the mice, the mice, mice. It's oh, hard because. Having a December birthday, you never know what the weather's going to be like. If it's snowing, I'm not going to make you come out. So I kind of just wing it. Okay. All right. Um, um, Sagittarius 
in my opinion, are one of the biggest partiers of the zodiac sign. I feel like I've never met a Sagittarius that can't throw a good party, mm-hmm. much to my dismay, because all of my BFFs are like Sagittarius, and I am the hermit Virgo, and I'm like, why? So then you're why? busy in December, late November to mid December. We kick it off with like, in fact, I think I have three friends having birthdays this week, like. They're like on the cusp of Scorpio and Sagittarius. Yeah. Like there's like four of them, two of them on each side of the spectrum. And then they kick off the season for me, nice. like end Scorpio season and then kick off the season. Um, and then it's like until Capricorn season. And I also know a lot of Capricorn. So it also goes into that. And then the but, holidays um, in between and the busy, busy. Yeah, I just honestly like, yeah, we do this for every, by the way, I had a friend that called called, called me out on us because they don't think we speak enough about Capricorns. I'm just going to say this now because I saw your face, Jay. You're like, mm, we're talking about depression up in this place. And that's all Capricorns are good for is to depress Damn. the fuck out of a conversation. <laughs> As a Capricorn Jay's Capricorn moon. <laughs> Oh, you're a rising. She's like, hey, that felt I harsh. Think that felt oh my gosh. You're going to talk about the Capricorn, like the Capricorn signs when Capricorn moon comes around. Yeah. We've been talking about the other signs for a reason. Um, yes. But I will say uh, some of the things I think about when I think about a Sagittarius is definitely like a party sign, very social sign. Uh I don't give a fuck sign mm. for sure. There's a lot of like, I don't give a fuck energy. I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, Cause you're a fire sign, yeah. right? There's a lot of fire and intensity around the stuff that you want to do in life. And a lot of it is, a, it's a very social sign for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, given by, you know, it's ruled by Jupiter, right? So it's a, there's a lot of good luck and abundance in the energy of people of Sagittarius are considered to be very lucky people because of it. Very um, like, but I, positive thinking, right? Like they always think of like the, the positive side of things because of that, because they're like naturally just inclined to see the good because of Jupiter. Yeah, no, 100% agree with that. And the reason why I call them Sagittarius, Sagittarius. She can't because, even say it. <laughs> um, I can't that's even say it get. right now because I'm so That's what you get. <laughs> that's what I get. She's, she's trying to, you know what? Maybe the universe is like, just be nice to them this month, Cynthia. It's right, it's our month. It's your month. It is. Um, I have never met a Sagittarius that hasn't convinced me to do something I really don't want to do <laughs> you all are really good and it's like the flip side of Gemini right we had talked about Gemini's and like Gemini's can like talk you into something yeah right Sagittarius it's it's really funny because I don't think Sagittarius actually talk you into anything they just decide it they and then they just go with it. yeah they co-sign like you they're like, oh my, they build you up because, you know, positive energy, right? So they're like, oh my God, that's a great, I love that for you. And the next thing you know, you have all these things on your plate. And then we're like, good luck with that. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like you drop a hit, like right now, somebody, like you would have a Sagittarius friend. be like, oh, Jay wants a party. 
she wa she wants she wants a a, a a themed party around what oh that's you should totally do that and they'll start the they'll start the process and then task you with all the things to finish the party yeah <laughs> and then you have to like basically throw your own party yeah. it'll be the best party in the world though they throw <laughs> great parties great parties great parties great parties yeah um but I but I always laugh because every Sagittarius I know will eventually make me either throw a party or have a party or be at a party and I'm just like why is this my life I just want to sleep I just want to sleep um so I think it's fitting I hope every Sagittarius this month has a big ass party um because you all deserve it I hope you find a good let's just say Gemini not a Virgo to throw it for you okay um, Mainly because I think Virgos need a rest. They're tired, girl. Um, give Gemini's of the work. You know what? Um, my Cinderella friend was a Gemini, or is a Gemini, obviously. And I, we did um, a themed party for my part when I turned 30, because I never got a, a quince. So we did quinceañera dos. <laughs> and it was like this, she took it over. Like, it was this beautiful, um, oh, like frozen theme because you know my birthday's in December so there was like the scatter of the ice looking stuff like she went in okay that's funny that you said. but she would plan like all the events and it would be all her birthdays were themed we had a dress code like she was in it and I was always down I'd be like oh my god that's such a great idea <laughs> like let's do it yeah Every time. I bet you you decorate your house for like every holiday. Not every holiday, but Christmas. Yeah. But I mean, I have dish towels that I change in the kitchen. That's about as far as I've gone now with two kids. When I had one, the whole house, Valentine's Day. Now that it's two kids, I'm down to dish towels in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, changes for the season. And right now it's still on Halloween. <laughs> so I feel like you can walk into like a Sagittarius's house and know what like holiday is coming up or season you're in because there's always something in the home that's themed around the season or the holiday around. Like every Sagittarius I know, or like they have like a placement and like even like a Mars in Sagittarius or like a, even there, like there's a placement in Sagittarius, like one of the main placements you already know because you walk into their home and they're telling you what season it is especially christmas i used to i used to change the pictures around the house to all the christmas pictures throughout the years so like it would be every you, you know newborn christmas with santa to like present day santa picture like i would put them all over i love that's that how you do, yeah oh that's cute see Without the world, without the Sagittarius's in the world, we would not have any good parties or we wouldn't know what season we're in. The world would be lost. <laughs> uh, so today's topic is an interesting topic, how it came about, because it wasn't our intended topic for this month. It was the intended topic for next month. But um, as you all know, Jay's addicted to TikTok, not me. I am, I am TikTok recovered. I haven't watched TikTok in two days. That's a lie. Wow. I just watched it before. No, no, it's a lie. I would, I would never lie to y'all like that. That's, I can't even believe that lie. 
uh, we're both TikTok addicts, basically. So, but Jay just sent me a TikTok. And uh, what did we learn on TikTok today, Jay? That they discovered a whole new, like, queen in Egypt with, like, 300 mummies around her and, like, all these tunnels. And I'm trying to keep an eye out to see what else comes up from that because they're just digging everything up now. Queen Me. Do you think Cleopatra, I know, do you think Cleopatra is, like, all types of jealous in the afterworld? It's going, like, ugh, they found her and they buried her with 300 people? I know, right? I wonder if she, where she, if she's before or after Cleopatra. I know that would be interesting, actually, to find out. It would be interesting to find out because you know, um, today's topic is, uh, you know, Greek, Egyptian, and like Roman mythology, right? Um, and it'd be interesting because Cleopatra, even though she's not a mythological being, is you know, connected to, to, to ISIS, right? She's very much connected to ISIS, um, but very much a witch. She was very much a witch, right? And now that I think um, about it, she was pretty much the only woman from the beginning of time that has been talked about in this way, right? I was just thinking even in the Bible, women were represented as like who they were married to, right? Or who, you know, la mujer de lo, or like, you know the virgin mary was just it was jesus mother right like that's how they portrayed them they didn't really like talk about them as much in the bible and even like ruler like nobody talks about any female anyone but cleopatra like there's been so many things written about her i just yeah, found people fascinating like, yeah i think people are like obsessed with her i don't necessarily think her like until recently I have to say, I don't think her story was told truthfully, right? Mm -hmm. There was like a lot of shaming of her sexuality, a lot of shaming of how she got to power um, without giving her credit, right. right? Of what she actually did for Egypt at the time um, and how she like ruled as a ruler, right? right. Um, you know, because I think when people always, I know when that I was growing up, Whenever they would describe Cleopatra, it was always like Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony. It was the love affair between like right. all three of them. It was like very much glamorized around the love affair. But I think now when people think of Cleopatra, they do think about her power. They do think, which is what she would have wanted, 100% what she would have wanted, right? Um, they do think about, you know, you mentioned this off, off the podcast, but like she was a glam witch. A lot of the things that she did, like it's stuff that we kind of do now in many ways, just like you had mentioned the eyeliner. Yeah, we got that from her. Very seductive. Yeah. Very seductive. I still can't put on eyeliner to save my life, but <laughs> um, she did a really good job or whoever she had doing it did a really, really good job. Yeah. Right. Iconic. Um, like we, we're thousands yes. of years later, we're replicating uh, her her beauty tips, right? So we think, but yes, yeah. so we think. <laughs> we're doing we're our best, right? We're, we're doing, doing our best. best. Can you imagine? She's like, I never wore no damn eyeliner. <laughs> Can you imagine if she's just like, what are they talking about? I wear no oh eyeliner. Oh my gosh, that was natural. Yeah. <laughs> like that was natural. Um, I can just imagine. I always think about this, like people in their afterlife. 
um, that we haven't been able to connect with, right? Like, obviously, we're connected with our ancestors, but like people that we don't really work with on a daily basis, and like they hear us talk, and they're like, I that's such bullshit. Like, I could just imagine them with all their sass going, like, where did they get that information from? That's not true. That's not true. I mean, Wikipedia, our uh, trusted source. <laughs> right. They're probably like ruining the day that like Wikipedia goes under. Like, that's not it. That's not, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I did in life. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, not even, not even so much the, the eyeliner, but the, the wearing of gold, the anoint, the anointments that she yeah. would have. She was known for her, as you had mentioned earlier, also her perfumes, right? Her milk fats, um, right? Her honey, using honey, using coconut milk, or using um just cow's milk or goat's milk in her baths, flowers, roses. <clears throat> she would just dip in the bath with like honey and roses and milk. And, you know, it would be a whole self-care situation. Yeah. Also, like, was I always think about like iconic drawings of her, and it's um actually during my trip to Greece earlier, uh, there was a statue of her of her and with Mark Anthony oh, wow. in Greece because they had made it over to this island of Greece that I'd gone to. So this is actually part of like her connection to ISIS, right? One of the reasons why I had gone to this island, um. It was, I think, I can't remember if I spoke about it on the podcast of why I went to Greece. I went there because it's my namesake. Cynthia comes from Mount Kynthos in Greece. It's not like it's my namesake. My, like my parents were like going like, oh my God, we want to name her after Mount Kynthos where yeah. Artemis was born. <laughs> they had no like, they're like, no, Cynthia, this sounds good. Like this sounds like a good name for somebody, right? Uh, but you know, you always want to think that there's something deeper to your name. And I don't your names, right? But uh, Mount Kynthos is the the basically the mountain in which Artemis and Apollo were born. So the twins uh, in Greek mythology were born on this on this mountain on top of this island called Delos, um, in which there were practitioners of Isis and uh, followers of Cleopatra that ended up coming to this island later on, and you know after Artemis and Apollo in the mythology of of their story. Um, but I was surprised because I wasn't expecting like Egyptian sculptures there. I was expecting to see Isis, a, a sculpture of Isis or a temple of Isis. And I was expecting to see like Apollo and Artemis and all the other Greek gods. Right. I was not expecting Cleopatra to be chilling there. And they <laughs> had like a beautiful statue of Cleopatra and um, Mark Anthony. It was called the Lover Statue um, because their story transcended over into like the island. And it was like really interesting. People wow. lived on this island for many years and they were eventually pushed out, but they would go in and like worship and adorn these statues on the island, which I thought was really, really interesting. But it goes to show like, you know, Mark Anthony was was Italian, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, Cleo, Cleopatra was ruling over Egypt. She wasn't like, I don't, her family wasn't from Egypt. They were, I can't even pronounce with the P. Um, <laughs> That's where they were descendants of, right? Um, but they weren't they weren't Greek. They weren't ruling right. over Greece at the time. But yet their their story was transcending and being worshipped all over the place. So I think that there's a lot to be said about her power, mm. about the narrative of her story when she was at her most popular. Right. Right. I think she got vilified. 
after her death. As women right? do. Um, what happened? So as women do tend to, right? Especially yeah. when men are the ones who are in charge of creating the stories or um or history, right? That's why it says his story. So women tend to get vilified sometimes. You know what I find interesting is that there was a there was a documentary on this a long time ago because the story of Cleopatra is that she committed suicide, right? But there's actual historical evidence that shows that she it probably wasn't suicide, that she was actually probably killed. Mm -hmm. But the uproar that would have happened if they had found out they had killed her would have been so great that they created this whole story around suicide. Right. right? Um, and I think that's interesting because I think that's the the piece around that of like the taking away the power of her story um, that would have really armed people to revolt. Um, and history might have been a little different had that story been told differently at the time, right? right? But in the time of Cleopatra, you know, they they believed in Egyptian gods and goddesses, deities, if you will, right? Um, you did have the Romans and the Greeks that also had their own deities that they believed in. The Romans and the the Romans and the Greeks had like very similar deities. They just called them different names, but I right. feel like their deities are very similar. And Egyptians had, um, I think, some crossover. Yeah. But definitely had their very own, very distinct deities that did were a little, I think, different than the ones in like Roman and um, Greek history, right? I think with colonization in between Greece and Rome, they kind of like merged uh I don't know the stories together right like Aphrodite and Venus right um, they kind of like merged them together where now it's basically it's the same it's the same deity but it's by two different names right you either call her by the Greek name or you're calling her by the Roman name but technically it's the same because their stories have been like woven together yeah and it was funny because I'm thinking I'm sorry I'm having a whole moment I'm like all <laughs> spacey right now because I'm getting I, I understand I'm all spacey people but I'm getting a lot of like messages right now because they're like coming in and I did not ground my space before I started this so I apologies uh, on my end is um part I think the reason why we're also discussing this today is that many of us that grew up specifically in the U.S spent more time learning about Greek and Roman deities than we did about, than our own indigenous deities, right? right. Like they, there's not a time in our curriculum where we were taught about, you know, Taino um, deities or Aztec deities, right? That came usually under like self-research, self like self-awareness, like us going out and doing that research ourselves, right? Right. That wasn't being taught to us in school, whereas Greek, Egyptian, and Roman mythology was continuously taught throughout school, throughout like our K through 12, right? Like I remember, I think the first time was fourth grade, yeah, where we had to do like Egyptian. I don't know, if, I don't know if this was like a California curriculum thing or if this was like a national curriculum thing, but in in fourth grade, you had to do like the mummy, like you literally had to do like a little mummy cast that you oh had to do as your art project, yeah we were taught Egyptian mythology in fourth grade. Um, and then like the year after that was like Greek and then like Roman and like, and then you learned in different areas in high school, right? And so when we talk about our spirituality, our first as children in the US, right? 
our first real encounter, unless your parents are active spiritualist, the first time you're really kind of introduced to quote unquote magic or quote unquote spirituality is gonna be through Egyptian mythology. It's going to be through either Greek or, or Roman mythology because that's the first thing that's taught to you in school. And it's brought to, and it's taught to you as mythology. Yes. And mythology translated as something that is not true, that is made up. They're like, so stories, imagine for all these, right? they're just stories, right? And so imagine if you honestly like talk to a Catholic or a Christian and tell them like, oh, your religion's a mythology. Right. <laughs> doesn't it's fake it doesn't but for these people this wasn't it wasn't their it wasn't a mythology it was their religion at the time right, right? and we we're over here now calling it fake um and I just sit here and think about like in in 1000 years when they're talking about our spiritual belief systems and they're going to start calling Catholics and Christians and the our belief system that we use as Catholic and Christians as mythology, because I think that shit would be hilarious if they did. Right. I can imagine all the proofs coming back from the dead. Like, this is not fake. This is the <laughs> word, the words of the Lord. <laughs> um, think about that stuff sometimes. Um, but I think it's important to know, because that's really like a lot of times when people, you know, we did that one episode, which is like, when was the first time that we knew that we were gifted, Right. But what was the first time you actually remember having a conversation in an academic study in an academic setting around spirituality? And for me, it was fourth grade when we were talking about Egyptian mythology, right? right? Um, and I love that shit. I don't know about you, but I remember being all about it. Nefertiti and um, Isis and Cleo Cleopatra was like, I mean, Cleopatra is that girl. Right. So she'll always, if you know, especially we talked about glamour magic before. So especially if you love glamour magic and you want to include that as part of your everyday brujeria, Cleopatra, man. She mm -hmm. is, she is like what, how to follow. And that's old school, but it's all the same stuff that she does is that we should be doing as rituals, right? For glam magic. And that's how a lot of people said she stayed in power for so long. Because of the brujeria that she used to do, right? And if a woman with that much power, like I'm talking about, she had to rule a whole country and she had time to soak in, in a tub full of honey and milk, you got time to girl. That's what I'm saying. Oh, shit. Jay's just saying. She had a whole, she she ruled she a whole kids, empire. Right. She had kids. She a had a whole empire. triangle. And she still had time. The ultimate novella. Okay, ultimate yes. Novella. She had her mane and her side, and she still had time to soak in her honey. She and had her, her first. She had, she had her first husband, her second husband. She had her like love triangle on top of that. Right. She had all her kids. Some right. of them, like one of them, which was a set of twins. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know what? I wonder if there's any descendants of Cleopatra left because the story is that all her children died with like no descendants, but there's a belief that. I think it was her daughter got away and was able to have like a, a descendant like in Western Africa. I'm trying to remember the the name of the old country and what it is now, but it was like went like moved right into the, some of the Western territories. And I wonder if like there's actual descendants. Oh my God, Jay, what if you're a descendant? Of <laughs> That'd be, I mean, I've got some ancestry there in Northern Egypt. Or in Northern Africa and mm -hmm. Middle 
I mean, all of Africa, really. But yeah, northern and the coast, of course. You never know. Mm -hmm. I think you I could think be Jay cousins. Said, we could be cousins. You could be like, oh my God, what if you're like for long, Cleopatra? Long, 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 lost. Great, 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 great granddaughter. How many greats is that? I have no idea. Um, but I do think about that. I do think about like what our first introduction to spirituality was in an academic setting. And that's definitely it. Unless you went to Catholic school or like Christian school or some type of religious school, right? Like even Jewish school, Judaic school. Um, that's a hard one that's a hard one for us right now sorry um, you know unless you went to like a private school that like was religious based right. if you're going to public school your first real introduction to like spirituality was around the yeah. stories of mythology right like how many people remember like hearing about Zeus and hearing about oh. Artemis and Apollo and well Zeus the whore by the way, he was never called the whore, but Cleopatra was. Can we talk about That's that right? for a second? The sexism <sighs> and the sexism. What? All right. We're getting comfortable now. We're getting comfortable now. Listen, the real cheese is starting now. We just finished <laughs> up with Cleo Novella, Cleo the Novella Novellera, all right, over there with her 20 million sagas. All right. <laughs> Let's make our way over to Greece with Zeus. Yeah. Now that, okay. Total sidetrack. My Zeus. Which is the dog. dog? Yeah, we all know, we all know as his Zeus, right? Because yeah. he's I love it. Half Spanish, half Greek. Um, he has found his manhood. Oh no! He oh, is a no. dirty, nasty teenager now. <laughs> the Good thing is, dog. he doesn't know how. Well, he's living up to his Zeus name. Apparently, I was just gonna say that his namesake. Well, that's what I'm saying is that it's reminding me that he's, I go back to none of these names that are picked for us are ever a mistake. We are intended to live up to our names and he is living up to the whoreness of Zeus. Uh, oh no. Or Zas, as the Greeks say it, because I learned that while I was in Greece. I, I'm more oh, so fancy. Zas. <laughs> Zas. They kept referring to Zas and we're like, what, what is that? Ooh, and, like, Zas, yeah. and we're like, what? Come again? And we're like, Zeus? You mean Zeus? Like, learn how to pronounce his name, okay? <laughs> All right. We were those Aren't you Greek? Aren't you Greek? I you did not have to tell you. I shouldn't have to tell you how to pronounce his name. Right. Name is Zeus. Okay? They're like, Zas. Zas. And I'm like, 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 Sas, 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 Sas. Right. Like, what are we talking about here, right? Yeah. Anyways, my Zeus yeah. has found his manhood. But he has not learned how to how it actually works yet. Oh no! So he just humps air <sighs> next to the to the girl that he's looking at, basically. Like the 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 dog is over here, and he's over here. Because <laughs> um, he doesn't know how it fully works and functions, is but he, he is finding his. No, he's not. So he's a problem. All I'm sharing this all because, dear listeners, please pray for me. Please send me all your thoughts and prayers that I do not become a grandma at the ripe age that I am. I am too young. I cannot afford child support for this dog because I would be responsible for his offspring. Oh my okay. God. 
please pray for me because he is finding his manhood. So let's go on to my mistake of naming him after the whore known as Zeus. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main god of the Greeks. Uh, but whenever you hear his stories, he's never no he is never called a whore if you were were he's like, like, like Mary Magdalene. Right, like Mary Magdalene was called a whore. I don't even right? I'm still but reading like, the Mary Magdalene book. Don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> Let me pet Mary my hair. Magdalene wasn't even a prostitute. Thank you. Thank you. But Zeus was kind of. He had like all types of like children with like humans and gods, everything. <laughs> trees, even. It was I feel like, like the Nick Cannon of. <laughs> oh shit. She said the Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh shit. Nick's going to come after us now. I feel like. I'm not saying anything that's not true. How many kids that man got coming? He's got like number 12. I think he's on 18. Is he? I lost count. No, I don't know. Hold on. Well, let's Google this. Let's Google it. Because um, I think he's got a few being born in the next couple months. I love that you just type in Nick Cannon and it says kids. Because <laughs> I think everyone's Googling. We're all trying to figure yes, out. 12. He's, 12. he's got his 12th on the way. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what has been, you know, he could have more. Just haven't he's been had, yet. He's had 11 children since 2011. Isn't that crazy? I thought for a second, second, did you hear me, second? Because I'm <laughs> seeing all these views right here, second. I thought for a second he had named one of his kids Zeus too, but it's Zion, Zillion, and Zen. Yeah. Uh, so watch he his has, little name he has like two sets of twins too, I think, in there. So he has a two in Mariah, his first kids. And then he has another set of twins too. Not that that helps. You know what? Y'all, we're going on a tangent, as y'all know. But um, it would be interesting because you know when you know when like they broke up, right? When Mariah and Nick broke up, like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, like Mariah Mariah's crazy." So like, and, and he was younger than her. So like, yeah. oh my god, right? Now we're going like good for you, Mariah, for like breaking up. Because like, but it took that him was a while lot. to start doing all this. I think for a long time. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know crazy. how long they were married though, but I feel like his kids were at least eight, seven or eight before he started having other kids. And then there he's just popping them out. Pop, pop, pop. Well, you think about it, he divorced Mariah in 2016. Right. So in six years, he's had like an additional nine kids. Crazy. I mean, because they've been all been pregnant at the same time, which is insane to me. I don't know. There's conspiracy theories going on out here about why women are subjecting themselves to this. Listen, all I know is he's as you said the Zeus of today's generation yeah. but Zeus was yeah. out there yeah holding it up creating civilization as we know it I mean right. apparently we're all just descendants like of Zeus <laughs> just like Nick basically yeah. and, and in 50 years everybody's gonna be related to Nick Cannon basically I know um, 
talking about cousins of Cleopatra, right? Or cousins through Cleopatra. Everyone's gonna be cousins through Nick Cannon. Who was was it like we are so all over the place today? Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going like because isn't it like uh, royalty in Europe can all trace their ancestry ancestry back to like Queen Victoria? It's gonna be one of those. Yes, moments. because like, you have to be you have to be um, related somehow. I forgot how it goes, but I didn't they say that in was that England where um, they had a very specific like genetic malformation, and it was from like cousins cousins getting married and having babies. They'd have like these weird like jaws or like, you know how they say paintings from back in the day, they have this weird jaw situation or like there's a jaw nose thing going on. Um, and it was from, you know, procreating with family members because they would just. Yeah, yeah just no shade, no shade to the royal families of Europe. But uh, this belief system that you all hold a standard of beauty not at all <laughs> no no i'm sorry definitely mm -mm. not no definitely no. not definitely not because they had a lot of well they had a lot of like um well not for nothing they also had like a lot of mental illness because of it because these folks right. were not so, like you have like a lot of these stories of a lot of these tyrant um kings and queens really come from like some something in the gene pool right not yes. being right and them being a little bit crazy. I mean, technically, they say that hey. Cleopatra was a little crazy because oh. she there was so much incest going on in her family that she mm. wasn't as beautiful as they claim her to be. Okay. And that she was a little bit, like, not all there. Um, I don't believe those stories to be true about Cleo. I think they're right. always trying to discredit the African woman, even oh. though she might have been, she may have not have been as African as we think as she we is. think, Yeah. I think they use the fact that she's African to discredit her. So I'm going to just stand up, for my, stand up for the African queen and just be like, don't do that to her. Yeah. And I am going to hold that Zeus man responsible for a lot of the travesty that we have in this Last world. foolishness. Just left his old, his old lady, Helena. That was her name, right? Of Troy, Helena? right? Of Troy. No, Helena. No, no, the main queen. What was her name? no say. Now we got to Google okay, Greek that, mythology. The main, the main, the main, the main diosa of the Greek mythology. Um, Helena? I thought it was Greek mythology gods. This is how you know that we didn't prep for this episode, folks, because we really don't know our shit today. Zeus is wife. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that. Hera, Hera, Hera. Hera, there it is. I was right, it was. Oh, see, see how disgusting this is. Hera is Zeus's wife and sister. Mm. Yeah, that's gross. See, I'm telling you, that's where the everyone else got it from, where the Europeans got it from. Because I told you it was the root of it all. I told you, I did say that a second ago. I was gonna say, or even like in mythology, sometimes I feel like we kind of like how people manipulate the Bible so that it, so that it says what they want it to say. You know how they did that with colonization? They manipulated the jesus or whatever um mm -hmm. they could very well did the same with greek mythology where they just manipulated it to say oh that was her sister his sister and his wife because they knew they were doing that nasty crap right totally could be that you know what i found interesting about when i was in greece what i found really really interesting was unlike 
our myth mythology of religion it's not a mythology i'm a good i'm a good practicing catholic folks um but <laughs> is um we don't have like a birth like we know obviously in the story where jesus was born but we don't have like an actual birthplace for jesus right no, like we can't exactly... his birth chart right <laughs> but I would so when I went to go to Delos, the island of Delos, to go visit Mount Kinthos for my like to like celebrate my name and my birth, right? Um, one thing that I found very interesting is like they trace back to like where Apollo was born and where Artemis was born, right? So they have like the actual markers of where they were born. Same thing with Zeus, the same thing of where he was born, where he would like they have the whole story, like that's part of why I was saying Zoss was because that's where I realized like oh wait they keep saying Zoss's cave and I thought it was something interesting but it was just like where he was like taken as a child to be like hid from safe like you know hid for safety reasons because they right. were going to kill him right so like all over Greece you can go into all of these areas and there's all of these little like monuments but they're not monuments they're like it's weird because they're not monuments in like a statue that's built to like commem commemorate somebody it's like a actual monument as like this is where history took place i feel like, like and when you say that it sounds very much like our own history right how it survived through storytelling because that's how you tell the story right you either you're telling it to um visitors that are tourists coming into the island or you're telling your child as you walk by you see these markers you're like hey so and so, you know, Zeus was. This was where Zeus was born. This was where this person was born, and it continues that story. That the myth continues, right? And that's how it. They don't allow it to die in that way. Which obviously, it's worldwide. It would be hard for it to die, but I think locally, that's dope that they're doing that. Well, I think that's that's the thing, though. Like they really um, took on the tradition of oral storytelling and have maintained it. And so like when we were in the islands of Noxos, that's where Zeus's cave is at. And everybody knows the story of why Zeus lives, like how to go live and hide there, right? Like they know the story of like, that's his, that's where you go, like to see where the, where the God lived, right? right. Um, so I thought that was like really cool and really interesting, but you have like, you know, you think about how we think about uh, how we work with deities in our own indigenous practices, right? They did the same thing. They would pray to, for example, Demeter for harvest. They would pray to Diana um, and Artemis to, for the moon, right? Um, I know all the female goddesses and I struggle with the male goddesses. Yes. So I'm trying to think of the one, the, the under the water one. Was that Neptune? That's I know that moment. one. I know that Neptune. one. Why are we like this? Titan. No. Yes. Titan. Titan. There we go. Titan. Yo, we're so anti-colonization. We have blocked out all the stuff we learned. Okay. <laughs> and we decided to have Poseidon. Girl, we're so Poseidon. bad. Poseidon. We're so bad. Oh my God. So I'm here saying, if we were to get a test, that fourth grade test again, I'd fail it in a heartbeat. So, so first of all, I do have to say, I'm going to share with you all a book you all should read in a second but these were some of the famous greek gods so zeus apollo aphrodite poseidon hermes hera Ares, athena artemis demeter hephaestus hades hestia dionysus eros persephone uh then there's like a lot of other 
Persephone was the deaf one, right? Or no? See, I'd fail. Uh, no. Well, what's Persephone? Persephone, she sounds Persephone I believe she's the one that was married off to uh, Poseidon. No, uh, no, not Poseidon. Hades, the the king. Uh, the okay, so the deaf of, one. The deaf yeah. one. So that's why, like, there's a fall in the summer season is because of her. Okay. Because she, when she would go underneath, it would get dark in winter, but she was, you know, there. It was like nice in spring. And her mother, her mother, I believe, was Demeter. Okay. Um. Those are just some of the famous ones that we know of. This is what I was going to tell you. There is a book called God's Behaving Badly. Writing I don't remember the author. I read this book years ago. I have a hard time remembering the name of books or the author of the book, uh, mainly because I just remember the storyline and I never remember the name of anything. But I'm going to tell you that that book, hilarious. The basis of the book is that it's, all of these Greek gods are basic because they're immortal, right. right? Are now living in present day England. So they are oh, running yeah. amok, like oh, running amok in England. They are so, and it's just gods behaving badly. They're God, like they have not learned and they've got all their powers stripped away from them, right? All of their powers have been stripped away from them. And so like, they're just kind of going through life, trying to survive. Trying to figure normal. out how to be normal how to be normal and they're not like they're not normal at all and it's hilarious to me they were supposed to make it into a movie but I heard the movie was so bad they canned it uh, which is sad because I think it would have been funny um as hell um and then like the the Roman gods are honestly all the same as the Greek gods but they all have names such as Saturn which is Zeus right right or was that Jupiter Saturn yeah no, I thought Which he was Zeus. Zeus. I think you're I think I was right. Yes. Saturn is Zeus. You have like uh Venus is yes. Aphrodite, right? Um, they all have their equivalent. Their 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 mythological systems were very close to each other, mm -hmm. right? Um, one was based in like astrology and how we like have named our planets, right? And then the other one was based on like people. But the stories I think are really interesting because I think we can find some of those in our own indigenous practices too, right? Um, how they worship the moon. Yeah. Right. They have several goddesses that work with the moon. So when I actually think about the Mexica people, the Mexica people, you have like your main moon goddess, but all, there's a couple of deities that work with the moon. So you go to them for different things that you want to work with the moon on, right? And it's very similar for for um the Greeks, for example, because they have they have Artemis, they have Demeter, right? They have um Diana. These are all folks that did things, versions of stuff with the moon, and they just worked with the moon differently. Right. right? Uh you had Hades and Poseidon, like Poseidon working with the underwater, right? With the water, but like very under, like what's hidden, right? Think right, about like, like Scorpio vibes. Yeah, like, yes, I don't know why this message came in. God, I hate when they're in my ear. Because it's like, I've been wanting to like talk about this and I keep forgetting. But um, this is the best. It's like, please hold for a message from please Cynthia <laughs> and our guides. Oh my gosh. This, this is going to come out after 
this transition happens. But well, I do hope that everybody took a moment to do during the Scorpio transition into Sagittarius is to really reflect. One thing that Scorpio is really good at is making you like reflect onto those deep things that we don't normally do, right? This is why people like Scorpios are really considered really dark, right? Really, it's because like they're willing to like dig deep right. in ways that most of us are unwilling to dig, right? Like that you actually have to respect that they're willing to go deep into their own shit to kind of uncover and release the things that they have. They're always working on themselves, right? right. And so like, there's like a really um, interesting opportunity in the last days of Scorpio, because we're recording this on the 17th, going into the, into the, into the transition of Sagittarius, which is, it's more about like releasing and like going and just like really like putting things into motion of like, introspecting into yourself in a deeper way that really allows you to live your more your most authentic life because Sagittarius are actually about living their most authentic life right you cannot get a Sagittarius to do something they do not want to do right so how do you do that deep work that can be very enlightening to really propel yourself forward so like message coming forward that I hope my intention and my wish for all of you all is that you're able to do that and take an opportunity of the Scorpio energy leading into Sagittarius to do that piece mm -hmm. uh and like and it goes back to like what's underwater what's hidden that Scorpio energy of being deep with like Poseidon right right the Greeks had versions of that one of them was Poseidon that deep like Scorpio energy and also had Hades which is like the Capricorn energy, right? Very much like uh, the earthbound version of Poseidon, right? Right. Uh, both of them, Capricorns very similarly go deep, right? For different reasons, they go deep, but they go very deep in a very foundational. Yes, very foundational deep. Yes. Um, but they had two gods that would work in that type of realm, if you will, right? Um. And you're going to see that in our many of our indigenous practices is that we don't have one deity that did it all. Right. There were several deities and many times they had crossover, right? Like, um, I think of the Orishas, right? And you think about um, Oshun and Yemaya. Yemaya is considered to be the one that holds the souls, but Oshun is considered the goddess for fertility, right? So they're all working with birth, right? Right. But they have different factors of birth that they focus on. And it's very similar for Greek mythology in that way and very similar in Roman mythology in that way, right? Um, which is different, by the way, than Egyptian mythology. Egyptian mythology had like your main gods and they would sometimes turn over depending on who the ruler was because the ruler was the ruler was very much considered to be a god in their time, Right. And they were treated as so Cleopatra in her time was really thought, even though she wasn't a go goddess, right? She was That's considered she was a goddess, yeah, as by her people, right? She was considered to be a goddess on earth, walking around a deity. Um, and she had her own religion, it was her religion that ruled at the time. So, whenever right. there was turnover, for example, it might have been like at one time, Isis was obviously like the main ruler, and then it turned to someone else, started with an H2, forgetting her name. Um, but like they have like their moments of where they're they would they didn't have like multiple goddesses doing different things. They had like a set of turns, yeah, right. They took turns depending on who was in rulership, 
they would um, give, they would revere more one than the other, basically. And that's what was so different about ISIS was that ISIS kept her following, even when it had to be in secret, people would still follow her. Right. Whereas opposed to with the other deities, they would turn over to the new deity that was needed to be followed. She was the one that was able to keep her following very, very like implanted and ingrained in the religion um, for many reasons. But um, that's why they call her like the goddess of a thousand of 10,000 names, because she would just change persona and let right. her people know. Um, I'm laughing in all of this, Jay, because we were not supposed to speak about this topic now, which is why we're so unprepared. To be honest, <laughs> folks, we would still we would still be unprepared. Right, I was gonna say we always unprepared, but <laughs> you got ghetto history one hundred and one. How did you all enjoy True it? Story. True story. You got the real. This is what the American educational system has done. This is yeah. what we learned. Can you imagine if my fourth grade teacher is listening right now? Oh my or God. maybe, well, I don't think they're alive anymore. So let's do my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Munoz. I can imagine Mr. Munoz going like, I did not teach that girl that. I taught, like, I did not say any of those things. Mr. Schwamm. Schwamm. Fifth grade, Mr. Schwamm. I feel like Mr. Munoz right now is going like, I did not teach you any of those things, Cynthia. Like, you have made up way too much information. You did not retain anything and you were a decent student. What the hell happened? Oh my God. Imagine if our teachers can look at us now. I know. Oh my God. I don't, but I mean, you know, we always learn it. We always learn. And there's so many good books out there on um, Greek or Roman or whichever, you know, kind of piqued your interest more or Egyptian mythology. I would like to read both, um, fiction and nonfiction. I know uh, there's a bunch of books written about like Cleopatra in like a fictional way um, where she had kids and I can't, there was a series and I can't remember the name of it right now but I loved those books I want to say it was just Cleopatra I think the name of the book was just like Cleopatra and then there was another one about like her daughter. Like in the book, she had a daughter and a son that survived. Or maybe that's Nefertiti. I, I'm not, I don't know. That was, either way, it was a good book. You know what I think it's funny is it, what's coming to like the surface to me is that I don't think they wanted us to tell their stories. They just wanted to be a part of the conversation. Right, to kind of like touch on them. And then I always say like, hey, if anything piqued your interest, if you were like, ooh, Nefertiti or ooh, you know, Cleopatra, Hades, Aphrodite, that's where you get, you start your own, um, you know, your own research and go from there. See what yeah. you like. See what you like. Yeah, I think that they... Um... They definitely had their moment in time in history. And I think for, definitely for people of our age group, right? And I think even younger than our age group, right? Like people still know who they are. Right. Um, but as we're going into our own indigenous practices, I think what we have fear of is like, oh, that's not our practice. So we shouldn't be using them or we shouldn't be talking to them or whatever. And that's not true. Um. 
I think that they want to just be heard because they, I think they're open to being worked with. Right. Right. And I think that's what the conversation is. That's one thing that's not a close practice, right? Like, you know, it's not like the Orishas where you have to be part of a closed initiatory right. practice. They are open to everyone. Um, so that's why I keep saying if if one of them piqued your interest there, you know, take a look and see why and follow that rabbit hole. I love rabbit holes. I'm a, again Sagittarius, and that's what we love. We're all about philosophy and learning and knowledge along with having a good time, right? We throw all the ideas at you. They have a good time with it and bounce, which is kind of what I'm doing to y'all right now. <laughs> so. She's lying. She's just, she really just loves a good party. She doesn't care about the educational. I love rabbit holes. <laughs> rabbit holes are you my know what the best. The best, part, I don't know if you do this, Jay, but like sometimes like I'll be watching something and then something speaks to me. And so I start just like, you, you start off with the name. Who is this person? right so it's like who's jay and then like you look at the wikipedia definition yeah. of jay and it's jay like oh jay had a podcast with sin and blah 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 and all this other thing so then you click on sin and they were like sin was a crazy bitch but she knew so and so and so and so and then you click on so and so and you like know way too much about people and then you go back to like jay's just to make sure you didn't miss any links of who she knows <laughs> right this yeah. is, folks, if you ever want to know what my nightlife is like, that's what it's like. I'm in bed. TikTok says something. I go to Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, let me do all the links. And then I know everything there is to know about Queen Elizabeth. Oh, something, yeah. When she passed away, I was just like, oh, let me click on her. There was like 20 million links. I clicked on every single one. For which queen. one? The queen? The queen. The queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Not Did you know she consort. had a cousin? that they said died and she was like in a mental health facility or something for her whole life. Yo, those people are crazy, man. And talking about how inbreeding causes, right? Those types of things, those mental health issues. And they said that lady died in the eighties and that lady died in like 2012 or something. They said, yo, I was like, if she did that with her own cousin, I believe everything Meghan Markle is saying, okay? Oh, shit. Oh, right? Shit. If you do your cousin, your blood cousin like that, you know that that's, how, that's your standing on, on people. Just concerned about how Black the baby was going to be. I'm just... Oh, yeah. That's a definite... You know what I say? Like, when you're little... Oh, I'll speak for myself. When I was little, right, like, you know, European, Europeans were made to be, like, the elite, the everything. Yes. Something, like, so hard to, like, get to. That's what you should be striving Unattainable, to. Unattainable, right. Yeah, like, you want to be blonde and blue-haired and yes, you want to be a prince. Yeah, like, the, the, the ultimate fairy tale. And, like, think about think about Disney stories that you just shared, right? About like the, the that dressed up as a queen, right? As a princess. Everything was about being a princess. And the only, the only stories that we know, right? About being a princess relate to Europe, right? Because they're the ones that had a monarchy. So the only way right. for you to be a princess is to marry into European royalty for the right. most part. Because they wouldn't tell you about like the, 
the Arab royalty, right? Or right. like the or the Asian royalty, like in the East Asias and stuff like that. They would like literally only tell you about European royalty. But now I look back and I think about, you know, there was, I'm not, I am ashamed to say this. There was a time where I might've been fiending over a certain prince. And now I'm just like, thank God. Not the prince I'm thinking of. Probably we were all, I, see how I said that? Like, oh my God, girl, I can't believe it. But me too, girl, me too. We we're not gonna mention the name. We're not gonna embarrass. We're not gonna embarrass. I am so embarrassed for myself. Okay, I don't even have time to be embarrassed for you. Okay, girl. Okay, we're not I'm gonna mention it for me. We're not gonna mention it at all. Gonna... At all, we're but gonna like, let you guess. the decline. <laughs> the the. Thank God. The de just just the decline. Jay is on it today, folks. When I tell you she's hilarious today, <laughs> she's hilarious. She's like the decline. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 He he so lost a lot of things to say I'm the least. Embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> We're both so ashamed. We can't even have a real conversation about this. Yeah. But yes, like think about that. That was a thing. Like that was like, oh my god, ultimate goal. Yeah, ultimate. ultimate. Yeah, ultimate but like goal. not for nothing. They shame so. They shame Meghan Markle for like wanting to marry a prince, right? Because right. how like dare. we weren't all. How dare she? But like like we weren't all brought up to want to marry a prince. We were literally all brought up from, and we're not, we don't even have royalty here. Right. That's, that's, that's what that's, did we did to us. That's the joke right here, right? We weren't, we didn't have royalty here. And they were training us to be like, hey, your ultimate goal is to marry a prince. Not even, because even in Spanish, right? How did you say Prince Charming in Spanish? I want, I'm, it's, I'm pretty sure it's the same, but I want to hear you say it. I can't think of you it right know. now. We used to say Principe Azul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that one too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, even in Spanish, we were conditioned with Prince Charming. Oh. See, this is why decolonizing is important, y'all. Like, <laughs> because, and to me, that's a shadow word too. Like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed about this prince that we are not going to speak his name out loud that we were all obsessed with as children all of us Bamboozled. because we believed the lies right that yeah that we that you know european standard of beauty was the standard of beauty that our indigenous and afro-indigenous features were not desirable Unless a white person had them, right? Like Angelina Jolie and her lips. You know, Kim Kardashian and her butt. Unless a white person had it, you know, it was considered ugly. Our hair, our noses, our everything, our lips, our body shapes. We were conditioned to believe that. And then now look at them, just decay. <laughs> I'm also thinking about like, that. yeah, no, like all all of those things. By the way, all of those things, uh, poetic snaps. But like the <laughs> the thing that I will also say is that I think like the European monarchy specifically, 
had a direct impact on American history and English American history, right? Now I'm not talking about the rest of Latin America. I'm talking about the educations that we the, the education that we received here, right? They're, they have a direct impact in how we were educated here, how the stories were told to us, right? And our indigenous practices are considered okay. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, because Spain has royalty too. Right. All, but also very specific to the UK. Yes. But I think all European monarchy because they're all related to each other because incest. Because they're gross. They all have. Yeah. It, they, they all have different impacts. Right. But I think about how our indigenous practices were called barbaric. Mm-hmm. Right. But Greek and, Ro- and Ro- Roman mytho- mythology. It's a re- old religion that was just fake. Right. Right. So they humanize in a little way because they're direct descendants of this. So like, how are they going to call it completely barbaric, right? Right. But they also like, if you think about how they tell the stories, it is in a way that is not. Demonizing. Yeah, it's not demonizing them. Our our deities are very similar to theirs. They're just, they all do different things. Like they're called different things, right? But they also do similar things. Like they are, they're taking, taking care of the moon they're taking care of the earth they're responsible for fertility they're responsible for like bringing fruits onto the land and making sure that we have crops and whatnot right those were considered barbaric because of our practices of how we worship them right but greek and roman mythology not so barbaric right just it was fake right but if you think about all the philosophers that we listen to at this time that we're still we're still quoting. Mm-hmm. We're still quoting Socrates. Right. Socrates believed in and homeboy Zeus. Right. Right? They believed in that homeboy and all his craziness. Nick Cannon ways, if you will. <laughs> it is all his own Nick Cannon ways, right? But like I think about like the, you know, when you don't have power, you don't have power to how the narrative is told, right? So right. yes, we, we haven't had power. So right. the way that our stories are told are completely different. And I don't want to blame like the Greeks in terms of like the Greeks in which they were active in believing, you know, the Greek system of deities, right? Not not the mythology that we know it now. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not their fault, but like, and I do think that they practiced it in a very similar way that we practiced our own religions back before we were colonized. Because they too, at one point, were colonized and switched over to the Roman Catholic Church, right? To Orthodox, you know, Greek Church, whatever the one of the two that they believe in, um, and they practice. But like, they were colonized by that. And I think about like that's why their religion was now called a fake religion. It wasn't a real religion, right? They had made up all of these stories, right? That's why I go back to like, how are they going to refer to Catholicism a thousand years from now? Because there's going to be a new religion that comes in and ours right. is going to be phased out. But I don't think that and they're going to have to. Catholicism was the reason for colonization, right? So I think it, it even then they would be teaching it in that way. You know, a thousand years from now when um, they they deconstruct right colonization and what happened in the Americas and on Turtle Island. It's Catholicism, you know, that's Catholic. So I I don't think that it's going to be hard to say it's fake. 
you know, we could say, oh, the people believed it. That's the way that they enslaved. They used Catholicism to enslave people because that's what happened. But Catholicism, without Catholicism, we wouldn't have had colonization. We would have had capital capitalism, right? And I always say, and I wasn't born Catholic. Don't kill me for this. But I always say that like the Catholic church is like the biggest company, right? The way that they run it is like CEO and managers and directors. And it's like a corporation, how they run these churches. Okay. Well, <laughs> she gonna get me now. Now. Now, now, you have to, now you have to pay penance and tell us which prince you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's your penance. How dare you talk about this? But you know That's it's true. Merging no, it is. I'm not fighting you on churches it. because they're not making money, right? So they're like, well, you're not making money. We got to close your church down. It's like a right. corporation. But, oh, yeah. And also, yes, it's a corporation, right? Like the Catholic Church absorbs a lot of our own indigenous deities. They did the same thing to the Greeks and to the Romans, right? A lot of their deities are also absorbed into the Catholic Church because it's it's how they colonize the people there, right? Like, oh, you have this God. We also have this God. It's right. called the saint, right? We don't call him a God. We call him a saint, right? So right. they did a good job of colonizing in that way and absorbing the culture in order to colonize the people. Um, and so when I think about all that, right, right I think about like, how we were raised to like think about these things and not see it and not question it, but consider it to be fake. Right. Important for us to know enough in history. I, at least, at least they're educating us on European history, right? But they're not educating us in the indigenous practices, like mainly also because they completely destroy our history, right? Right. Whereas there was some some salvage. You know, I think it's hard to like, for example. They didn't realize that on Noxos, Zeus's cave was, you know, being maintained, right, by the people and the story of oral tradition was was going on there, right? And that's right. why whatever, yeah, and that's honestly why whatever information we have about our own cultures exists today is because we kept the tradition of oral history alive as well, right? Because right? if not, we also wouldn't have a lot of data, Uh yeah, no, I think it's I'm I'm sitting with that piece a little bit more because I feel like one, we should be teaching more mythology in air quotes um in school. Um you know, like the real like the real religions of the world, right? Not just current but past, all of them, not just Greek and Roman, but like how cool would it be to learn about Taino religion and spirituality in school? you know um it as a fourth grader instead of like excavating. right because i'm sure there's some colleges that and that's are... if you're lucky yeah right yeah and that's if you're lucky that you go to a school that has a a focus on um that that you know people or the african diaspora if you will and the religious practices right like that's if you're lucky if you go to a school like that and that they have that type of content if not, you're probably looking for the one professor in all of the in all of the nation that has decided <laughs> to make that their life practice. Right. Right. And you go work with them to do some research, alternative, basically, right? 
But I don't, I think we should be teaching this stuff in school to our kids. I think that um, I'm sure just the way that the Roman Catholic Church synchronized indigenous deities to Greece, Rome, and the Americas, right? I think that there's ways that our deities also work with their deities. I haven't fully connected all of those dots yet, although I have some feeling like, for example, I can share this. Isis is considered to be Virgen de la Guadalupe. Okay. Right. She's, she's synchronized with her. Right? right. And Virgen de la Guadalupe is a native um, indigenous goddess. Right. That got renamed into Virgen de la Guadalupe. So like um, Tonatzin is her native name. Right. And so like when we think about that, like there's there's the connection right there. Right. Between Egypt. Right. Between uh, the Mexica people, if you will. But Greece also they also you know, paid homage to Isis, but they also had a version of Isis within the Greek religion, right? She might've like shown up as two two or three different goddesses, but she also had that. So like, how do those three, like three and four intermix? I think that's really interesting. I would make that a life practice if it paid, but it doesn't, so I'm not. <laughs> I need to go marry a prince. No offense, Jonathan, but. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait. Can we stop for a second? You know, there's a, oh my God. All right, folks. <laughs> now that we threw all that information at you and since connecting all the dots, right? Now we're going to leave you to rabbit hole because that's what Sagittarius do. We leave y'all <laughs> to do all the rabbit holing. And I want to know, let us know what what you end up rabbit holing on because we did give you quite a bit there between Greek, Roman, um, Egyptian, since tripped trip to to I was gonna say to Egypt. And that's probably next okay. to that's Greek. Next. Yeah. <laughs> and my dreams. And <laughs> like, I'm gonna rabbit hole myself right now. Maybe even more. I settle for Morocco. I've been to Morocco. It's close it's enough. Nice. See, there you go. It's nice. I've been to Morocco. It's nice. There you go. They don't got ISIS there, but it's nice. They don't got ISIS there. <laughs> but it's oh. nice. All right. They do have the Berber tribe, though. The Berber tribe is a very... We should look into their practices next time. I'm just writing it down now because you know you already know me. Listen, and did I ever tell you my Morocco story? They think I'm a, like, I'm basically a Moroccan whore. Oh my God. She's like, thank you very much. I have <laughs> never been so flattered in my entire life. I was like, you think I'm a whore, a prostitute? Oh my I, God. Me? Say more. How much would you pay? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on my honeymoon and Jonathan's like, stop your shit. I'm like, I am just understanding just trying to understand what's happening here my value i just need to know what my value is that's that's all it is that's awesome <laughs> oh my goodness folks i hope you go down a wikipedia google hole and do the links i hope that somebody spoke to you today um because they definitely were speaking up trust me on that one mm -hmm. um until next time yeah happy holidays Bye -bye. Yeah. Oh, happy right? gobble gobble day. Yeah. Right. I hope right. you eat turkey. Lots of it. Lots.
or faux turkey. Not so much of that, but yeah, I hope you all have a good dinner. Cut me off, Jay. Just cut me off because I will ramble good on. Just cut day, me off. guys. Good day. <laughs> Enjoy today's podcast. Make sure to give us a five-star rating and follow us on Instagram. At Modern Bruja Podcast. Bye-bye.